Hello, this is Ben Payton, and you are listening to The Bill Podcast, brought to you in association with georgefairbrother.com, mcgoldrickwatchrepairs.com, and Misty Moon Events. For over 60 hours of exclusive The Bill-related content, including reunion highlights, cast and crew commentaries, reaction videos, Billgrimage location videos, off-the-beat bonus podcasts, and much more, join the investigation from £2.49 a month at patreon.com forward slash the build podcast it's interesting how regional the cid becomes in your time like you know like I say, well, George is Scottish. You know, you, Libby, Ray are all from up north. You know, mm-hmm. is it's um, it's only really well. Bill, well, Billy was probably enough East End for everyone. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't need any more East End if you got Bill. Russell was vaguely Scouse, vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, actually. It was a completely mixed bag, wasn't it? Yeah. The toughest characters were the northern ones, really, when you think about it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. I totally think that yeah. if we'd put our minds unless to it, we'd work Unless out about they use Dr. Melville. Country. Yes. <laughs> they just they put, that in, they put that in the wrong hands. <laughs> we just sorted it a long time before they killed Ross Walter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember watching that live with my, my great-grandmother, and when Billy smashes Russ's head into the ground and you get that shot of him lying dead, my great grand said, well, he's a goner. Yes. <laughs> and bizarrely, he was. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And like, but you see, the thing was, that was shocking. Absolutely. And it wasn't like now that would be on the front of the TV Times like two weeks before it happened, you know. Yeah. Whereas that was genuinely like, what have they just done? Like, what? Yeah. You know. And then after that, they seem to blow up Sun Hill on like <laughs> biannual basis. You know, that it's not shocking anymore. You're doing it all the time. Stop it. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. That was they'd close down your station. If there was that <laughs> much corruption and kept being blown up, they'd just close it down. Stop it. Whereas, yeah, that was really short. And I remember watching it and going, Wow, that is really hard hitting. Which is what, what it should have been, you know. And the wonderful thing, obviously, about the bill is that you have two sides. You know, you have the uniform side and you have the, the detective side. And so it was this huge cast. But actually, you very rarely got to do episodes with the other side. Mm. You know, the majority of my work was with the guys in CID with occasional scenes, unless it was in an episode like Lola. Yeah. Where it was just it was just a joy to do it. And it was so funny. And then there was a couple of eps with Andy Paul which was great. And I, I sort of, there was part of me that went, they don't know, they kind of don't know what to do with Kerry because there was sort of all these potential relationships. It's like they wanted her to have a relationship, uh, but they couldn't work out who they wanted it to be with. Because mm. <laughs> I know me and uh, George, they they were sort of, you know, yeah, yeah. That. and then Chris Ellison. Yeah. A <laughs> little bit of that going on, which would have been hilarious, oh. I think. Sleeping I love with, that. Sleeping with the enemy, that's a great story. And, like, you actually see his vulnerable side as well, which I, I, yeah. I really like, which was, I think, a really special dynamic the pair of you had. 
Yeah, and I, I, I would have loved that to happen. And then the whole follow through and, and the mm. sequel to that. Uh, and they kind of didn't know what to do with her, I don't think. It's, it's interesting when I look, there's writers who love to write for you again, uh, including Steve Handley. But, but like, there's quite a, there's a year between <clears throat> follow through and knowing you. Yeah. I think Steve was quite a busy writer writing for other series at that yeah. time in his career. Um, because it's, it's always a reward, isn't it? When, when a writer grabs hold of a character and get, I mean, that must have been a gift for you when you, you know, it's three months into your time when yeah. follow through comes along. So by then you're, a, you're well established in the show, but that's a gift of a gift of an episode, isn't it? It was, it was weird because you were totally with the guest cast. The majority of that shoot was on my own with the guest cast. And they were, you know, I, I, we, we watched it. <laughs> I showed my son who's like, yeah. that's totally weird. And then you, you look at who was in it and they were just brilliant. You know, Ginny Denham. I mean, I, I remember I knew Din, Ginny Denham before, um, before that episode went out. There wasn't one cast member of that episode who I hadn't seen work, which was lovely. Yeah. It was a really solid lineup. Even there's that lovely little moment where it's an extra who walks into the cell to take over Billy Claire Wright, and so well, she's going to be a barrel of laughs, you know. She's just <laughs> perfectly cast extra with her huge glasses. And, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely attention to detail, you know. Um, yeah, and and I mean, so where 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 was that filmed, and what was it like? Because I've never been inside a prison, and. Uh, Okay, mm. so obviously it was a real prison. It was the prison that they then used for bad girls. It was in Oxford. Right, okay. Uh, but we used it first. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this uh, is five I... months before the first bad girls went out, which makes you think, were they testing the water for the slot, you know? And why didn't they give me a job? Yeah, yeah. So mean. <laughs> we did a, a rare away day because obviously the bill didn't do shooting on location outside. We got to stay in a hotel. Really <laughs> <laughs> which, which was just rare for the bill you know lots of other acting jobs go yeah no that's fine totally fine but the bill it was like <laughs> and we did yeah it was it was sort of three or four days there and then the rest of it was done on location around and about i think jim was a school somewhere okay. the showers were the school i think uh but what, that was lovely you know when we did the shower scene there was a whole thing <gasps> we're doing a shower scene and the lovely kind of sound guy got their kit off to you know, make everybody feel comfortable. Oh, so, decent. That's... Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was good man behavior. Yeah, quite yeah, frankly. yeah. Except the the showers didn't work. So the first time it was freezing, and the next time it was boiling, and uh, there was kind of no happy medium. <laughs> Kerry is so strong, but there's like when she's well, you can't be any more vulnerable, can you? You know, no. And and uh, off in a shower. Yeah, and you both play that so well that kind of, you know, the, the face stroking and it's very intimate. Like Tom Cotter also films it really yeah, it well with the, with the close-ups and, you know, it's it's a solid it's a mm. solid scene because, yeah, you it's, it's one of the most brave things I think any character in the bill ever does, you know, to go, you know, there's no walking out there, oh, it's six o'clock time for home. She's in there. Yeah. And she's in real danger I and mean, there's no way out and like it's i think it's it's the stakes are high yeah and and you smash it 
Thank you. Tom was one of those directors where you you just knew you were in safe hands. I don't know whether he got to choose or whether he just got landed with scripts and things like that, but but he was always, he'd always find a way of making it real as opposed to, you know, just getting through the day. So it was it was a lovely gift to have Tom on that one. Like the writing was good. The directing was good. The whole concept of that episode, I think, stood up. And I think probably still does. I mean, I, I do watch. I did watch it, but I find it really hard to watch. Really? Yeah, just because I can't watch myself because I just keep going, oh, that was a bit rubbish. Why'd you do that? What's going on there? Be proud. It's, it's a fantastic performance. Thank you. Genuinely, yeah. I mean... <laughs> What did what does your son make of it? Does like does it compute for him that you know? No, I don't think I I don't think it does because I think now they're sort of you know he's he's fourteen now, and it you know YouTube is all, you know that he doesn't actually necessarily watch that much telly and the idea that everybody sits down and watch this program you know he knows that I act obviously he's come to see me and lots of stuff but it's still. It's still weird for him now, probably mm. more weird because he's, you know, approaching being a proper teen. So that's yeah. just really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time, the bill was like still regularly pulling in over 10 million viewers. So, I mean, you'd obviously had experience of a, of a hit show with peak practice. What Was the public recognition different from the bill for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was that thing that was on in the background when everybody's having dinner or everybody sat down to watch it. Just, it, it just was. I imagine it was probably like being in um, EastEnders or, or Corrie or you're just in people's living rooms. And so it did go up. And nowhere more so, actually, than in Australia. Australia was mad for the I mean, mad. And uh, I went to Sydney and couldn't walk down the street. Wow. It was astonishing. It was. Slightly weird. <laughs> yeah, Hugh, Hugh Higginson is doing a lot of work out there now, and 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 he said over there, like having been in the bill earns you respect, which you don't get in the UK. Yeah, you know, well over there it is celebrated still, and it's yeah. still uh, still a, as it should be a huge door opener, you know, which it and it ought to be, but we're, we're terribly. Um, it seems. Producers and casting people can be terribly snobby in the UK for something that was so successful, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think they are. I mean, but I think it's probably the same for any long-running drama series. Uh, I mm. think there is that snobbishness about it because it's not your line of duty or, or you know that that kind of thing. The turnover is quick, mm. you know, and I I always felt that. If you can produce 40 minutes of telly that stands up on the schedule that we were filming on the bill, then that is something special. And not all of them stand up, not all the apps stand up, but, you know, the majority, I think, looking back, yes. um, are actually a really high standard. Yeah, it's a very, very solid era. Yeah. Era. Um, and, like, people talk about line of duty, but, like, you guys were doing that with Billy Murray's storyline 20 years before, you know, and uh, oh, that just gripped everyone, didn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. Was, you know. I mean, that whole that whole thing with, you know, we were doing at my busiest. I think we had five. We had five shoots going on at any one time. And I remember one day 
where I had I went from literally across all five shoots in one day. And I think in three of the episodes, Kerry had been beaten up by something, but di differently. So it was a case of going into makeup and having a black eye put on, you know, going and shooting, and then coming back and having that all taken off and having a split lip on, and then going to another scene and, and coming back. And it was mad. You know, you sort of knew where you were by how damaged you were, or but you know, by what bit of you was broken. And, uh, and that was the time, you know, because I joined when they went to an hour. In fact, I've still got my bottle of wine somewhere because they gave us all bottles of wine celebrating going to the hour. And I know I saw George uh, relative, relatively recently. And I think he, I think he auctioned this or something. But we were all given these bottles of wine anyway. Oh, wow. Which is really sweet. But it was, that was when it ramped up. It went from the nice kind of safe half an hour to the hour when they could tell more story, when everything was just more full. And it was a success. And so they started just doing more and more eps at any one time. And it, it was mad. And to, to have the quality that we had, I think, was quite extraordinary, really. But they were yeah. a good bunch of actors. Amazing lineup of actors at that time. I mean, who, who, who were like your main pals? Like, who did you socialise with them? Uh, Libby. Libby Davison was, you know, just, just is the most awesome. Obviously, Russ. Bolter, uh, Clara, went on holiday with Clara where uh, she took the wrong passport, so we had to come back and then go again. <laughs> Andy, Paul, Mark, wing it. You know, it was it, it was a, actually a really close mm. group for that time because I think, you know, it's suddenly gone to this hour. Everybody was working every hour God sends. And we did all get very close very quickly. You know, Sean, lovely Sean Scott. Yeah. was just, I mean, Sean Scott was the most fabulous guy to work with you know because i remember growing up watching him in brass he was just one of my heroes and listening to his stories he had the best stories you know of people he'd worked with when he was coming up and it was all that everybody was from a slightly different era and everybody brought something to the table really yeah. i mean if i could be you know libby davison is just one of the best actresses i've ever worked with ever because she was just so cool all the time, you know. She's just gorgeous on screen. She's just, they cut, you know, the bits with Ray and they, they cut to Libby and it's like, camera love. Yeah. Camera just loves you. <laughs> yeah, she was in Biker Grove as I grew up. Uh, she, she's quality, you know. Yeah, totally. Definitely and somebody who should have gone on and done marvellous things, line of duty. Yeah. I think that of all of you... <laughs> I, I, genuinely, I think like it's such a solid. To me, there's like there's two like great eras of like the Bill CID, like the the original lineup back in the day with yeah. you know Tony Scannell and Chris Ellison, John Iles, and then your era. It's such a solid lineup where every <laughs> single pairing works, doesn't it? You can have a great story yeah. like night. I mean, those scenes with you and uh, Greg in Knowing You. Yeah, I really, really punchy and fiery, you know. Totally, um, it, it it did. I mean, there was because I think you know you you ended up working with everybody on different stories at different times. Everybody was so good at what they did and what they brought. Lovely George. I remember George's first episode. Fat lady sings. Fat lady. That's sings. right. That's right. And uh, and he was just so funny because he had to do the caution at the end of the end. And I think it was the last thing that we shot. And he'd been practicing it for 10 days. Been totally practicing it because, you know, 
because you wanted to get it on the first take. Completely messed it up about seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> he was just utterly lovely. We just laughed a lot. There was a lot of laughs going on. Yeah. I bet you all had fun on the all change where you went into uniform for the... <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that uniform. That belt, really unattractive. (laughs) (laughs) I know when Libby left, because our dressing room was like, it was me and Libby. And then it was me and Libby and Suzanne. Suzanne and Clara. So it was always like the coolest dressing room. It was like totally dressing room. And um, Suzanne used to just, used to hate that belt. So yeah, having to wear that was not good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you talked about the fact Kerry was always getting beaten up. Like they gave you a lot of action stuff to do. I mean, probably the uh, the caravan is an episode called set up exploding, and you're yeah. you know you do that for real. It's you. It's that yeah. classic Nicolas Cage shot running away from an explosion. You know, and you get you get that. You know. Yeah, we had one take, obviously, because they didn't have another caravan to blow up. And we were losing, they always say, you know, if you're losing the light, if it's getting dark, you need to carry on. And we started, it was summer and we started losing the night. So they had to really rush to get that shot in at the end because it was, it was, dawn was just about to break. So in the end, it was quite a rush. And we had this amazing stunt guy who just said, you know, you're going to, you're going to hear it. You're going to feel it. And there are mattresses, just throw yourself onto the mattresses. But there was no rehearsal because we had to get it done. So it was literally, there is a caravan. It's going to explode. Run. Wow. As fast as you And the other one, knowing you, uh, the scene where Rita has to drive the car and it stops. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was with that one that the stunt guy would drive the car and it would stop for the reaction shot to me. It would stop about 10 foot away. Okay. And then I had a stunt double to come in and do the bit where it almost hits. The stunt guy, because he was vaguely in shot, was blacked up with a wig. We did the shot. He was, so he was meant to stop 10 feet and his foot slipped. He, the shot that you see is the shot that they did, and he stops like on yeah. my knee. <laughs> yeah, I'd assumed they'd reversed it and played no. it back, but it was done for real. It was done for real, but it wasn't meant to be done for real. It was meant to stop like 10 foot away, and he stopped at my knees. And I was like, <laughs> I looked through the window, and all I could see was this little guy, black tire. Really sorry. <laughs> that was brilliant. In fact, I have a photograph of myself with a Marlboro light after that lying oh. on a. <laughs> lying on a brick wall (laughs) were you on like six month contracts and did you get involved with the storyline in like how how did it work for your sort of like management of your involvement in the series basically you signed up and then you did what they gave you i think if i'd been more ballsy about it i would have got more involved with it. I know uh, other other people did because they'd been doing it longer and they knew how to do it, I think. I, I think I was probably still a bit naive. But we used to go and there used to be a room where you used to go and you could read the scripts that were coming up, you know, drafts of them. So everybody used to, you know, wander in and go, anything? Anything coming up? No, just get more cups of tea? Okay, then. And <laughs> other way. I, I think throughout my whole career, I think I've always been a little bit of people in power. And I wish with hindsight that I'd been a bit more savvy about it. Who are your main pals behind the scenes, you know? Oh, I 
I was always hanging out with sound guys and the camera guys. They were, the, the crews on the bill were fabulous and they worked so hard. The props guys were brilliant and DOPs were fab. I have to say, in all the telly that I've ever done, the crew of the bill were by far the best because they were just, you know, they were, they were dealing with all sorts of crap on a daily basis of having to get things done. Mm. And they were astounding. Again, there wasn't, you know, you wouldn't get anybody on the on the list and go, oh, you know. Mm. And I used to spend a lot of time chatting to the sound guys, oh, really. Because yeah. they were all lovely. And it, I just thought it was the most terrible job because you just had to stand there like that for hours. <laughs> yeah. It must be exhausting. It was just a really welcoming set. Mm. Uh, and I, I think it's, I, I mean, I... I I know they've all gone on to do to do other stuff, but I, I don't think there'd be many people who'd look back and go, yeah, that wasn't a fun time. Mm. There was kind of a feeling like when they were pumping out episodes that it was, you were all in it together. Yeah. It didn't feel like actors and crew. It felt like crew. Like Kerry's costumes, like you had a, you had a pretty cool denim jacket for a while. Like, you know, the... Cool denim jacket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. They, they wanted us to wear skirts. Right. And I didn't want to wear skirts. Yeah. So we had a little bit of a kind of like, hmm. Because they made her wear a skirt in her first episode and it was it just felt really wrong for who they wanted the character to be. Yeah. So we had a little bit of conflag about that and I got a couple of cool suits. And then I got my denim jacket and I never really looked back. In knowing you, we actually see Kerry's flat. So that must have been cool. Like you get a flat, you know. You get I know. Like... <laughs> yeah, it was. And I did go in and go, oh, okay. This is <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was quite nice to get a backstory. Yeah. Bit of back yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I imagine it's a hard show to leave. Was it your decision to move on? Uh, no, in the end, it just wasn't, wasn't renewed. So, you know. And that's fine. I think they. Uh, it was a really strange turnover time, actually, yeah. at that time in the bill. I want to phrase this carefully, but it became somewhere where people from EastEnders and Brookside and 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 everybody went to. And I think yeah. the era that I was there wasn't that era. It, you know, everybody was there, kind of from stage, uh, other little bits of telly, but it wasn't. You weren't a known quantity as an actor. Mm. I think. Mm. Because the original guy wanted it to be, he didn't want anybody that anybody knew. We were kind of the tail end of that, I think. And then I think with the big change around and the change, change of producers, it became a different thing. It became a different beast where you'd get Stenders and, and, and Brookie and, and all that lot. And they were all fabulous actors, but it changed the ethos of what the show was. After your time, it, the, the series becomes a bit of a mess, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it, it comes back later towards the end, again, with a change of producer. And, like, everyone's doing a great job, but it's just the, the right... They did that thing, which was very early noughties, of they just have arguing for arguing's sake. Yeah. You know, in, in, in knowing you, there's conflict between you and Ray Ashcroft and you and Greg... And it's served by the script, you know. Yeah. Whereas in 
after on, you just have characters literally launching into rows down the, in, in the station corridor. It just doesn't be, it loses the bill. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry it wasn't your decision because you, you deserved better. <laughs> well, it was, it, it was the end of an era at that point. You know, there was a great, this is where we go. This is where we've left. And I can see that. And I know it was, it was totally fine actually, because for, however long it it was all consuming there was no time to have a life and then I left and had a life so uh, and and that's that's you know that's what an acting that's what an act does you work where the work is and if the work isn't there then you do something else and I never wanted to be famous I just wanted to work so in that case it would have been nice to stay, but like you say, when I did watch things from later on, I kind of went, I don't really know what's happening in the bill now. Um, and I don't know where Kerry would have been here because I think she'd have chinned most of them. And, and, um, <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't have put up with any of that shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> She'd probably have been sacked. <laughs> did you have a leaving do? Uh, no. No. I didn't. I just disappeared. Disappeared. How much notice did they give you that they weren't going to continue your contract? I ask because that two-parter was oh. written by Peter Ellis's son, who yeah. knew before his dad that he was writing his dad out of the series. That happened on a kind of a number of occasions. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> where not. other people knew first, and you kind of go. That's not really on. Mm. Uh, and there was, a, the, the, I mean, I knew it was it was enough time to be, you know. I mean, I was really glad they gave her that scene at the end. <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> they're kind of like, all right, I'm out of here, and this is why, quite yeah. frankly. But they they were quite lax with that. Yeah, it was a well, pity was, because you know, it was the karate such a, and the Cub Scouts and a the family, and then I was like, it felt like such a family I really thing. Like TV. And I know a couple of characters who found out from other people and you kind of go, it's not the way it should be done. But, you know, at that point, the actor is in a, if the actor knows and you're working with somebody and they're a really good mate of yours, what do you do? Do you keep shtum or do you, you know, whose side do you want? Are you on the side of the producers who want to keep it shtum or are you on the side of the actor who really should know if something like that's going down? Quite frankly, I'm always going to be on the side of the actor. Mm. The the lovely thing was when the bill closed down for good and they had that huge party yeah. and I went with, uh, Libby came to stay with me, went together. And it was really interesting looking around the room because everybody was in their era, little groups of the eras. So, and the people who'd been there, obviously, you know, Mark and Andy Paul sort of trolling around everywhere. But it was interesting because they ended up in the sort of gang that was our era. Yeah. You know, Suzanne was there with us and, and it was that kind of group. And that was really lovely seeing everybody, seeing, um, I mean, everybody was there more or less. Mm. And it was, but it was interesting. It sort of split into, you know, who's. Yeah. Era. Yeah. Well, I think you've got a great era to be part of and you were a massive, awesome part of it. Genuinely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's my pleasure. I love, you know, it's, it's a pleasure for me to celebrate you guys because you deserve it, you know. How about the future? Like, what, what other kind of roles? Is there, like, a project? Have you got a dream project 
that you'd love to make happen? Um, do you know what? With the pandemic, I haven't really... I, I, everything got put on hold. Like, well, we've, we, in the pandemic, we wrote a script. Uh, my husband is a, a, a writer. And uh, we wrote a script about uh, a, a Yorkshire town going through the big crash, the financial crash, and what they do to try and make ends meet this group of pensioners, really. It's a really funny, very rude uh, story. So that would be, you know, not to be in it, but to, to get that made would yeah. make me happy. Oh, cool. But we, I was working with, it was some of the guys we were working with in um, the Railway Children, and we were talking about ideas for scripts, and we had this idea about sex toys. And because uh, I think it was on the back of that wonderful pride, the film with Do uh, Dominic West about AIDS mm -hmm. and the Welsh miners. And uh, we were saying, you know, that whole thing of taking a, um, a part of the country and, and introducing something that's quite alien to them. And, and I was talking to Adrian, my husband, about it. And he said, well, that's quite an interesting thing. And then about three days later, came out with the draft. Uh, of, a, of a screenplay yeah. so that would be good something like that but I love theatre and I love telly but theatre at the minute takes me away and I've got a teenage son who needs me you know I spent a year on the road doing Pitman Painters when mm. he was right. and it, it was tough it was really tough and I think that's the problem with being a woman <laughs> in the industry if you have kids because you tend you have to go away to do yeah. it so there are, the bill was brilliant because I was working from home every day. Yeah. But those things are few and far between. And also, I have entered that strange hinterland of, of actresses where kind of too old and yet not old enough. Well, I, I think you're timeless, so... <laughs> you're good. <laughs> <laughs> honest, honest. Um... <laughs> You know, it was a pleasure putting your showreel together. I mean, what I love about you, and it's, I think it's a really hard thing that actors, not every actor is good at, but you're really good at, is you're a fantastic listener on screen. <laughs> like, you, you're every single moment, especially in that EastEnders scene, hmm. you're, you're on the money with every single little moment of reacting. And I think it's it's a credit to you that they give you so much screen time, even when the other person's talking. Because I, I watch a lot of actors' clips. I help people with showreels and stuff. And, like, you know, yeah. I think it's a testament to you that the, the great coverage you get in your work because, <laughs> you got, you know, you're a great listener as well as obviously when you, you smash the dialogue. But that's the other side of it, isn't it? You've got to be... yeah. It's the other half of the conversation is how you're reacting to it. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, somebody, well, actually, when, when I was doing Good People with Adrian, he, his thing is that, you know, acting is active. You have to be active if you are acting. You know, you're, you're part of something. It's not just when your lines are and then you, you switch off, which is, you know, very basic. But he made it very clear and I think I think I've always tried to do that but it was lovely to work with somebody who had the same feeling about it and then when I went to college we had this thing about bits of business about passing focus to whoever 
needs to have that focus at that time. But you are still, you are actively giving them the focus. But you have to give the focus to them, but actively. So you don't just go, oh, there you go, it's you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, that's a very kind thing to say. Is, is there like um, a series you'd love to add to your resume? Is there anything you're like a fan of that you'd love to be in? Ghosts. Oh, wow. That would be wonderful. Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Ghosts is just brilliant. I, do you know, I think it's possibly because when Gabe was growing up, those guys were doing horrible histories. And so, you know, they and just watching them and just going, holy crap, you guys are good. Yeah. So good. Uh, and as a group, they are brilliant. You know, and, and it helps that one of them supports Spurs, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, something like that. Something that's funny. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, all the serious stuff is great. I'd love to, but the, yeah, Ghosts is the one thing that's recently that I've gone, I love this. Yeah. It's just clever writing. Really yeah. clever writing. Well, to sum up, how, what does it mean to you that uh, that the bill is still being celebrated and that there's new audiences discovering it and people enjoying your work and perhaps discovering your work for the first time? What, what does that mean to you? Could you have imagined that when you were doing it? You know, No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It was just one of those things that was always there. Uh, and then when it finished, it was shocking that it wasn't there. And I thought it would just I thought it just disappeared into the ether really and so it is quite astonishing really and it, it the good thing about Kerry is that they didn't kill her off true <laughs> you know I, I like to imagine somewhere you know causing havoc somewhere yeah. I think she might have gone into like internal affairs just so yeah. that she could cause merry hell wherever she goes and wearing but the sharpest now. suit you've ever seen yes 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 and she definitely have risen in the ranks I mean she's she's at least a DI now I oh think. yeah somewhere dead good yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and just kicking shit out of people. With, with denim cufflinks. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing to think that people still watch it, I think. Yeah. I, hope you're, I hope you're proud of yourself. Uh, yeah, um, kind of. Like I say, I find it really hard to watch me. So when I watch episodes with me and I think everybody else is absolutely brilliant and then I can just see the, I can see the wheels turning in my head. Um, oh, um, you're doing yourself a disservice. You, 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 <laughs> no, you're really bloody good. You're really bloody good. Yeah, I mean, I, I really want to. I really want to do more. It's, and my agent really wants me to do more. But it is at the minute. It's you know everything's just starting to turn again, and yeah. it is. I was meant to be going back up BLT um, to do something, and just as the pandemic hit, um, mm. and that's kind of been slightly taken off the table because another theatre is doing the same play now which kind of is. right but um yeah we shall see more theatre more telly more of everything I think hello this is Ben Payton and you have been listening to the Bill Podcast produced and presented by Oliver Crocker with special thanks to Joy Brooke co-produced by Ben Adams Sarah Kuiper Alex Mockler Laura Pinifay and Simon Wolfe. Executive produced by Ben Ashmore, Daniel Christopher, Alana Dewar, Andrew Dyack, Paul Dunn, Dan Evans, George Fairbrother, Luke Hegarty, Edward Kellett, James Ledane, Simon McGoldrick, Lucy McNeil, Gary Moncur, Stuart and Jen Morris, Claire Norbury, Tom Sherrington, Angel Stannard, Patrick Stratford, Michael Weil, and Sarah Wendt. 
brought to you in association with georgefairbrother.com, mcgoldrickwatchrepairs.com and Misty Moon Events. For over 60 hours of exclusive The Bill-related content, including reunion highlights, reaction videos, cast and crew commentaries, Billgrimage location videos, off-the-beat bonus podcasts and much more, join the investigation from £2.49 a month at patreon.com forward slash The Bill Podcast. <laughs>